From the Conquer Risk Podcast, welcome to Education Station. Welcome to the Education Station Podcast, where today we're going to talk about model combinations and why it's important. Uh, Jeff, you've had some pretty extensive research in your, uh, over the, what, 30-some years you've been uh, in this <laughs> industry for? I'm old, but not quite that old, uh, bro. <laughs> I love throwing that 30-year note one. I have been in the business about as long as you've been alive, but, you know, there's that. Yeah, you started in, what, 92? Uh, 95. Uh, born 93, so pretty close. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. We're just watching some of the things, and, and you know, all the... You've already, you've been with us, what, a year and a couple of months? So all the crazy things that advisors do that are just, it sometimes boggle your mind. And and we say it with love, but the reality is a lot of them just haven't had any sort of training on how to do some of these things, right? Or they don't have the tools. So um, what's up? You got any good stories for for crazy talk? (laughs) I was going to rewind it back to the question you asked the whole team earlier. Like, if you were on your own, what would you do to find a manager? And everyone said, oh, good point. I would just go to a filter and what's the best performance. But we all know that uh, that's not the best way. You know, that's just, you know, a fly on the wall. Hopefully it works. Um, so I think Shelly's a really good, um, puts an emphasis on learning that story. You're great at relying Potomac strengths. Um, I think that's one thing that stands out. So uh, when we're talking about these things, what do you try to highlight in a manager? Yeah. Well, thanks for the kudos. Appreciate yeah. that. Um, you know, with... <laughs> Uh, with portfolios, I think it's often very easy to get sucked into the land of just performance, but there's so much to the story of performance. And we also look at correlation, not from a numerical calculation standpoint, because correlation is difficult to do as a tactical manager, because one allocation one day might be different than the next. But if you can look at the way the strategies behave with each other, I like to think they have their own personalities. So, you know, in times during market volatility, how they maybe lack correlation in their movement, and then obviously in the recovery. So I think there's a lot underneath the story that is important to get in. And if you don't have the right tools, to your point, it's very hard to see that with just a performance filter. Right. It's a, you know, I find it interesting how many advisors put millions of dollars of client money with a strategist du jour and and don't ever take the time to reach out, find out exactly how they got to those numbers. And I guess the way I look at it is like, if you were going to buy a business, you want to buy that revenue stream. But don't you want to know how they got the revenue stream? Uh, Is it a house of cards? Is it real? What's the process? Was it a couple of lucky trades? Um, But they have no clue. I'm pretty new in this industry, and this is probably the first full market cycle I really am experiencing. So uh, that's one thing you brought to my attention early on. Like, hey, while it going's good, it's great. But when shit hits a fan, like I was in 2008, I was in... Eighth grade. I didn't really comprehend that. Oh, God. So, uh, I'm going to puke. I'm going to throw up right now. So, this is my first full market cycle, so really doing that. Oh, just for the record. Just right there. Okay, there we got that one. I just got to throw that, you know, still a young guy. Man. Still under 30 for next year, so God. I got to pull that while I got it. Um, but that that's exactly why you need to do that research, to see how things are going to, um, you know, hold up during tough times. Well, and not just hold up, but also when might it struggle? Like yeah, it's absolutely. Not, you, you don't always want to look at just when what's it doing in the good times because generally, if it's good times, most portfolios are going to be benefiting from it. But what what happens yeah. in the bad times, and also when might it disconnect? Bingo. The thing I see often is the, the and you know sometimes there'll be like this big movement to tactical management. Like oh well, I've got to get all tactical managers now. 
And what they don't take the time to look is that each of the, let's say, three strategists might be good by themselves, but if they all struggle at the same time, yeah. well, guess what? Your your tactical risk management is all going to... And the shitter. Absolutely. Thank so, you. So <laughs> pretty well. Pretty good assignment there. <laughs> uh, that's one thing that we don't shy away from because the bad times. We want right. to embrace them. We mm-hmm. want to... Uh, not bury our heads in the sand. Manish is always telling us, you know, this is the time you need to connect with advisors. Make sure they understand our process. Yeah. Um, so when you're evaluating other managers, like, what is the leash you give them? Like, if they go through a bad quarter, two bad quarters, when do you start to keep an eye on them? Yeah, it's uh, there's a couple of things. I mean, it's not necessarily a specific time frame. Uh, I think that's first. It's more about, and I, I've said this for years, I call it expectational investing. Knowing mm-hmm. when they do well, when they struggle. And making sure that, okay, maybe they are down or they're not doing quite uh, what, look, we all want uh, accounts to go up. But if the manager is struggling and it's a period when they normally would do really well, like that's a question. What nobody ever looks at is when a manager is kicking ass and taking names and it's a period when they should be struggling. Yeah. Like, wait a second here. All Yeah, all managers will have to make some tweaks to their process occasionally. There's a lot of reasons for that. We've talked about that before. But if you don't understand that something has changed and what is that, you might be putting your clients in more risk than what you expected. Yeah. And um, and you had a good reference to blood pressure on the risk range, right, with Max Drawdown in our other yeah. podcast. And, and so that number comes into play in that, hey, if you've got a, you know, a 30, a Max Drawdown of 30 is the target. That's what that, that particular strategy has dealt with. And it's down 10 or 12 or 15 or even 20 or even 25. Hey, well, that's expected, mm-hmm. right? As yeah. long as it's happening when you would expect it to happen. Absolutely. So, so I got a quick question. Yeah. So you started uh, in this industry 25 years, let's call it what it is. Um, <laughs> He's making you younger. Yeah, I know. Trying, <laughs> Hold on, is my hair going to come back? Let's check. Trying to get this on the good side now. Um, but yeah, I mean, we used to throw this acronym all over the place. But firm CPR, when did yeah. you come up with that? Oh, crap. About uh, 2003, 2004. Oh, really? Yeah, it's actually 2003. What did you do before that? Just kind of what everyone I, else I, did? That's actually when I started doing due diligence. Oh, okay. I was in the industry, but I was doing other things. Oh, Trademark and that, so, by the way? You know I should. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, for, yeah, Firm CPR, Firm Structure Communication Program. Potomac, is, right? What's that? Acronyms by Potomac. There, that's a new one. we got to go. talk to Christopher <laughs> about that. Acronyms by Potomac. Um, yeah, but at that point, I, I became responsible for... Uh, doing diligence and and I had to come up with something to be able to easily communicate what it was that we were looking at and so for the record firm structure CPR a firm CPR is firm structure communication program design and returns returns are last for a reason and um, you know you got to understand what a company is how they're made up all those kinds of things and that's I mean again I I share this with advisors like I don't care if you use us or not but have a process Mm -hmm. have a process that you can do follow manage it's no different when you talk about investments if you're going to be the investment manager have a process to do that don't just play the gut game (laughs) i've seen so much clutter and i'll call it clutter in portfolio allocations because there's not a process in place and they just kind of the next wholesaler that walks through the door, yeah. they've got a good yeah. story. Who's they like the person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ooh, that. A bagel index. There we go. I used to love wholesalers back when I worked at <laughs> an advisor's office. It's like, yeah, sign me up. I'll take two hours. You can just yeah. talk and talk. I'll eat. I'll drink your coffee. It was awesome. So, yeah. And uh, that's part of why we, we're not wholesalers. We're an yeah. education team because we know that song and dance. But, you know, at the same time, I think it's important because if you don't have the process – 
your portfolio allocations get cluttered and then how on earth are you monitoring all of these different strategies um you know i asked you um, earlier today i was looking at a portfolio combination going what am i missing this this looks you know really um in line it had good drawdown it had good return for the drawdown and and so i think even just having someone to try to poke holes in it what am i missing is helpful I, i think our team does that great we're we're always looking for feedback I can call Jeff out. He doesn't care. I can call Shelly out. We do it with a smile, a little banter here and yeah, there. Yeah, only three times a week. And after that, you're banned. I know. You, know, you hit your limit. I usually hit that on Monday, so <laughs> I'm struggling. So Monday meeting, we're done, and it's, it's, you're you're, you're outy. Yeah, um, well, I opened this with some of the one of the crazy things. Some of the crazy things that we've seen. I'm going to throw another one out there. Um, you know, don't, when you have a, a portfolio that's going to have potentially a distribution, right? If you just think about mutual fund distributions. Yeah. We, we we've seen advisors that try and time the timer. Right. Oh, can I get my non-qualified account out before a distribution and then miss five, seven percent, whatever the return might be? Who knows? Right. But it's like, why? Why are you doing this? Right. And I think, again, it goes back to have a process and understand what your objective is. Yeah. What kind of an account it is. More important to that, sticking to your process, being disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. If you do it right, you don't have to change anything. That's the whole point of making business simple. I, I always go to be proactive and not reactive. I try to do that every day of my life, but I'm a pretty reactive person, so I think, you know, I like to preach that, so maybe one day I'll listen to myself. All right, you guys have any, any crazy experiences that you want to share? Oh, first off, this Denver trip. Like, it's been yeah. awesome seeing you guys in person. Um, I was hoping yeah. that might have hit, yeah. hit the mark. Yeah, yeah. It, was, was. it was a great time so far. I'm looking forward to doing more of these. Got our, our conference coming up in September. I finally meet some other advisors, so yeah. that's that's gonna be awesome. To Got a up. few client events coming up over yeah. the summer that I'm really excited to to travel up with. Um, so yeah, just all good things. I was saying that it's been ten years since Jeff and I have seen each other in person, uh, just from our former uh, yeah. roles and and life, and it was just like. So great to meet all the team there in the background over there. Finally found out Shelly is so. five foot one, not five foot. I know. But I, I guess still, I lied. <laughs> I shorted myself. That was still no a surprise, but uh, <clears throat> five, good times. You guys got anything else to add? No, I mean, I, I, I just, I'm excited that we're here together uh, because you know, again, we, we think about this environment. Um, it's just nice to be able to, to actually sit down and, and record something. In a, well, of course, we've got 47 <laughs> microphones here, but record something in a little different venue. So well, it's like, fun. It's funny. We pound our chest all day that remote, remote is awesome. But we get here like, man, it's great. It is. But uh, Monday morning when I get back in my, my office, cubicle, or when I'm in like... <laughs> Your it, corner. Yeah, uh, in my in-laws' basements. <laughs> that's a funny story. Yeah, but, uh, yeah that's a whole, that's know, a whole other podcast. Yeah, I'll be able to take a deep breath and be like, ah, weekend was wild. Happy to be back. So yeah. <laughs> No commutes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially well, Atlanta, living in Georgia, we gotta stop talking because we keep on just saying we're gonna wrap it up. But okay. that's great. All right. Well, on that note, wrap it up. High fives. Let's keep rocking it. Jeff, give us another choo choo, baby. A choo choo. Oh team God. One. Team one, ready? No. Yeah. Okay, down. Ready? Three, two, one. Choo choo. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.